Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Welcome to another episode. Damn, I'm gonna say video. Welcome to another episode of the Viewers Anonymous <laughs> Podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. That's right, man. And we're here to give you a review of some of the best and latest movies and television shows to date. What's going on with you, my guy? Man, can't call it, man. Another day, another pod, man. Just uh <laughs> just trying to get shit done, man. And like I told you, man, just got them. Added a new bill and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, man, listen, it's house shit, but just telling you, shit, wow. But anyway, man, how you been? How the job treating you? Everything, man. How everything been? Man, everything been going great. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's been a lot of exciting stuff going on, man. Um, so I don't know if people, you know, what I'm saying, really know. But, like, at this point, I'm just in, like, a family full of content creators. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, from my cousins who um, do music videos and everything and rap, and we do trick shot videos together. Then now I got my mom, you know what I'm saying? She's doing um, financial and, you know what I'm saying, uh, budgeting videos on YouTube. Then my other little cousin who does the trick shot videos, but he's branching off and he's going to start doing like motivational content as far as like working out, you know what I'm saying? Motivational speeches and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's getting, it's getting crazy, bro. Um, everybody just been super busy, you know what I'm saying? Putting out content, putting stuff out and making stuff happen. And you know what I'm saying? It's, it's been super dope. So like for the last like couple weeks i've been showing my mom how to record videos and you know what i'm saying edit them herself and everything and she's picked up super fast super super fast um and she's been she's been doing like dang near a video a day man and she's just been on youtube you know what I'm saying doing her thing um you guys can go check her out if you need help with anything financial as far as budgeting as far as saving money as far as you know what i'm saying getting your um accounts and everything like that in order definitely go check out queens and cash on youtube it is definitely worth it this is one person i know who's real real good with money and i know because i'm always asking her to borrow some so <laughs> for a fact i'm telling you <laughs> she is, she's good with this man so she has um she has some great tools to use you know what i'm saying stuff like that so go check her out once again it's queens and cash on youtube and um man, outside of that, man, just um <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, like I said, just you know me, man. I'm trying to always do something. I just started uh fixing my game streaming last night. So I'll be back streaming video games on Twitch uh super soon. Uh we're gonna do a, a squad up version of it. You know what I'm saying? Immaculate Bros Gaming is coming to you. Isolated Society Gaming is coming to you as well. So y'all be on the lookout for that too. Check me out on Twitch while we're here. That's what's up, man. Yeah. But man, listen, I'm gonna stay on you. I'm gonna stay on you though, man. You've been you've been talking about it for a minute, man. Hey man, you know I, mean? I finally fixed the shit now. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That that'd be a sight, man. What listen, I've never gotten into it, but mm-hmm. what I do know is it is a huge market for that shit. Yeah. Like that shit get mad views, man. Mark is into that shit. Like, yeah, he was showing. He was showing me the last time I was down in Florida. He was showing me like a lot of these like YouTube videos of like people playing games and shit. And it's like, yo, like people love that shit. So, and the crazy part is, dope, man, man, like people are taking Twitch, even though it's a video game platform. Like a lot of people are taking Twitch and really just starting pods on that shit. So it's yeah, I heard. People, uh, you know, what I'm saying that they they uh, that they're doing with that. Yeah, I heard Logic had when he claimed he retired mm-hmm. that he was just dropping music on Twitch. Mm-hmm. So he was like using Twitch for new music and shit. So yeah, yeah people using it for a lot of a lot of things, man. A lot of uh, things, shit. So. Ice from the JBP, man. That's what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He got the show. 
like uh, I think every Thursday and Sunday or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he be on there doing this thing. He he just got started, but yeah, Twitch is is fastly becoming one of those platforms that you know what I'm saying people are running to and trying to get content on there ASAP. So shout out to them, and also man, um, if you guys are in the gaming man, I know a lot of people don't look at it as a gaming platform, but Caffeine they are they are starting to get a bunch of people on there to um get their content going as well. I know a lot of people just go there to watch the, you know what I'm saying, rap battles, but they got a few gaming joints on there that's pretty uh, tough. Okay. I ain't mad at it, man. I, I never knew that we was going to come to a place where we would watch people play video games. Like, it depends it's, just, on who, it's it depends wild. On who it is. True. But like I tell you, I remember it was a huge thing where the dude, uh, the one black dude that would play uh, Grand Theft Audio, San Andreas, mm-hmm. and they used to put his clips up all over social media. And when mm-hmm. I tell you, I almost clicked on that shit. That dude was hilarious. Like <laughs> the shit he used to do on there, yeah. that shit was hilarious, man. I was like, yo, if if I was to start like just sit back watching this, I like this would be the person in the game that I would watch. For sure, bro. Um, man, let me tell you something about Twitch. You can go in there and uh, you get caught up. You get caught. Up. There's some <laughs> there's some baddies on there playing video games, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I follow a lot of them. I be sitting there just I, you forget they playing video games sometimes, man. But I mean, this for me is <clears throat> it's fun to watch them because you know what I'm saying. Of course, it's interactive, so you know you got to chat on there, and then like if people donate or if people follow or anything else like that, depending on how they got their stream set up, you know what I'm saying. Graphics will pop up on the screen, your name will pop up, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So I mean, it's 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 pretty dope, man. The way that they got shit set up. Um, I just found out how to do it, so I'm still working on the um, odds and ends of it. But so far, so good. It's been working. Uh, we got some stuff, you know, saying going. Like I said, I can't wait to be a part of the gaming community for real. I've been playing games all my life, and I figured I might as well join. And then uh, my son, he wants to do it too. So I'm really trying to learn for him. That way, I can get him, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying set up and have him, you know, what I'm saying good to go. That way. When he gets a little bit older, he can actually start doing it. I let him stream on my uh, Twitch a lot, but for right now, I want to make sure he kind of gets the basics down. He's kind of learning too, so we'll see how it play out. But yeah, if he uh, if he do what he's supposed to be doing, man, I might hook him up with a nice little setup where he can, uh, you know, what I'm saying just come in and get a little early early uh, college fun started. Yo, I ain't mad at it, man. Like I've been, I've been talking to people, man. Money people, man. I, I I'm learn, I done learned a whole bunch of new tricks, man, that they didn't teach us. And, <clears throat> yo, listen, I, I am, I am on it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because uh, I was just speaking to somebody about that not too long ago. I was just saying, like, yo, like, I like, I got, I got some plans, man, to get my kids a head start, man, in this, yep. in this, in this credit game. So yeah, yeah. I guess I got some plans, man. Got some plans. Yeah, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure that I do everything possible to, you know what I'm saying, like learn how to do stuff, but also learn how to monetize it as well. Cause you know what I'm saying, like they tell you, man, you gotta have multiple streams of income if you really want to be successful out here. If you really want to be okay out here, you need income coming in from a bunch of different places. And so far, I've managed to monetize maybe about three other three other ways so mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm i'm steadily getting them built up and i'm steadily trying to be, be as consistent as i can with them but um yeah it's it's looking good so it's, so far man it's looking real good good deal man that's always great news to hear man sure, always man. for sure but um today man we got a good one on our hands this is um this one is a pretty well. I want I want to say old, but I mean it's a pretty older movie. Came out in two thousand seven, which is crazy because that's the year I graduated. Um, but <laughs> it's 
It's starring Cedric the Entertainer, Lucy Lou, Nicolette Sheridan, Mark Dukaskis, um, Nisi Nash, D. Ray Davis, Will Patton, and a host of other people, man. Um, we're talking about Codename the Cleaner, man. Um, now, this is one of those movies where, of course, you know what I'm saying, I watched it because it said Entertainer. But it was one of those movies where it was like you start watching it and then like next thing you know it's just playing in the background. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you don't really I ain't really sit down and watch it. I was up doing a whole bunch of other stuff around next time. And then like a lot of the times, especially in 07, like I was, you know, I'd be watching the movie and then next thing you know, I'm out the house. So a lot of these <laughs> movies that came out around this time, I ain't really had a chance to watch. <laughs> But rewatching this one, man, I'm kind of sorry I didn't because this shit is hilarious. You know, what I'm it saying? is, and then it's that and that age of comedy yeah. in 2007, it was different. And because the thing about said said was really never like a like a body type of comedian. What I mean by like body comedian, like you know, he wasn't a comedian that that you know, threw himself off of a building to, you know, get somebody laugh. Like, uh, what's my man name? Uh, Farley. He wasn't like, he wasn't like him. And like this movie, you know, said was doing like a lot of shaking. That he was doing the thing. Like he was doing that whole little thing. And what was funny when he would do the karate moves and he would be like, this ain't what you want. Like that shit is hilarious, man. And the age of comedy at that time, it was different from the comedy movies that we're watching today. And I appreciated going back and watching this movie because I've actually had this movie on the list for a while for the simple fact of like, when it comes to said the entertainer, he he never really had like a lot of like a lot of movies where like he was like the guy and. I think that this movie is very, very slept on because like even going back and watching it now because of how comedy changed, you appreciate what comedy was in 2007 mm-hmm. because it was just it was just, it was really a different time. <clears throat> and not that it has grown into something that's bad. It's just different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, right. Yo. I don't know why this shit was so fucking funny to me. When he had changed into that, that Dutch outfit to oh, go in with those dancers, and my man said, You never seen Dutch chocolate? Yo, that shit was so he funny was to me. Bugging, bro. That shit was actually funny as shit. No, what was even funnier, bro, when that nigga was in the he was up there on stage when he fucked up. And then he turned around, a lot of people was out there, and then old dude did the thing and he gave him the the, the uh challenge hand and that nigga started doing the yeah. pop lock from rerunning them and shit, bro. That shit was funny as fuck, man. Man, man, I'm talking about comedy. He still he tried mm-hmm. to do the kid and play. Yeah, my man is like, what is you doing? <laughs> Yo, it was so funny. And and I just think that, like, okay, right. All right, sorry. All right, you got to slow it down. So the synopsis of this movie is basically, he is a, a janitor, right? Works at Digital Arts. But he was cool with this one guy that worked there named Riley, and he knew that he was a huge gamer. So obviously they must have been, well, he was trying to, you know, program and do games himself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Jake was, and Riley knew that. I think Riley was trying to help him with with Riley him was doing that. His ideas at first. Yeah, Riley was stealing his ideas. <laughs> and, <laughs> but what they ended up finding within trying to develop a game, they seen that the uh, guy that owned the place, he was trying to make this chip to where you can fucking, you know. You can call it air striking, won't even be able to be tracked. Like so they was yeah, founding yeah, the way to do this shit on the black market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he went to sell the chips to the FBI. Shit got, got kind of fishy. He got hit upside the head and he lost his memory. And the people, the bad people were sitting there trying to talk to him like he was <laughs> she tried to act like it. Yo. When she did the whole thing of trying to say, I'm your wife, and, and that's what you say. 
Wait a minute. <laughs> I married a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Even, even, even unkind. I mean, even knocked unconscious. He knew, nigga. That nah, something ain't right about that. Yeah, he was like, nah. He was like, I married a white woman and a rich. <laughs> he said, Who am I, Lana Rich? <laughs> That shit is funny as hell, bro. Oh man! So basically, the whole movie when he got hit upside the head, he started having flashes of his memory, and my man think he is in the black ops for some this odd reason in video games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we gonna get to that. So he's sitting there thinking that he is like some kind of, you know, what I'm saying military man or whatever, whatnot. He's the Colonel Bowman and all this type of shit. <laughs> and so like throughout the whole movie he's regaining some of his memory and he ran into uh Gina and all this type of shit. So like that's basically the movie and like he's really trying to regain his memory and get this chip so the shit wouldn't fall into the wrong hands. So that's right. basically like what this movie is about. But yo, this shit like it's it, like I say, it's it's one of those really underrated movies that a lot of people don't talk about it, and really a lot of people like I've never Went up to somebody and been like, yeah, they was like, yo, we ever seen Code Name the Cleaner? Like, mm-hmm. nobody really watched it, but it's really, really a really funny movie, man. Like, I love when um when he was talking to the uh <laughs> when he was talking to the uh the butler guy. Oh my god. And he was like, he said, yo, he says anything you need, sir. He was like, Man, I just got a taste for Skittles, man. He was like, you give me some Skittles? He was like, Yes, sir. He's like, yeah. Oh no, no, no. He asked him, no. That's he's the like, magazine man. first. He's yeah. He asked for the magazine first. He gave him the magazine. So we got no jet. Yeah. Like, he was like, what's the jet? It was like, yeah. You know, he said, little, got the he said, you know, kind of small. Yeah, like, like a family, kind of small, like a family. <laughs> hey, he was like a small, like a family, and got the beauty of the week, and and then, <laughs> yo, I'm just saying, like, just little little shit like that, man. It is just so funny, man, and and like I I would say this though, I do miss that type of comedy though, because yeah. like yeah. because it's it's different. But this is why I had I, look. I hate to have to do this. Look, I love Seth Entertainer. Seth Entertainer is one of the greatest comedians to ever touch the stage. I want to say that first, Facts. but this got to be. Nobody in their right mind. I know he got hit upside the head. I knew he had some memory loss. But ain't no way in your right mind that you think with that body you are in the special ops, my guy. Never know. <laughs> the man. way you built it. Kevin, James, Kevin James did it too, bro. Kevin James did it too, man. They was putting man, on man. for the husky guys. Yeah. That shit was so funny. It's like you really thought. You special ops, really? It's possible. Nah, look at, look at look at Aaron Donald, bro. Come on, man. First of all, Aaron Donald <laughs> is one of the freakishliest bodies that there is known to man. This listen, dude, listen, but, this dude but is he two seventy. Yeah, he wear pads all the time, so nobody knows. So I always put him with the husky dudes. Man, listen, that dude, and I get away with it every time. Listen, I got people believing Aaron Donald is fat. Aaron Donald is definitely not fat. He, no, he's the furthest him, thing from it. Him and Miles Garrett, yeah, they bodies, yeah, are just crazy. Okay, okay. <laughs> First of all, like, Paul, yeah, Paul's but... like motherfucking. Brick. I mean, no, you. I'm not pausing that. Bricks. These niggas is made out of bricks, man. Plain and simple, man. But hey, they they my man out of uh, Fantastic Four, something, facts, something right. Facts. That's what I'm saying. But people, I got people believing that Aaron Donald is fat. Yo, people need to revisit their mind state. Think uh, that man, dude is fat because he. Listen, I got people thinking that he is Team Husky, man. I mean, he's definitely husky, but at the same time, I mean, he is built side of that like a rock, dude. And yeah, he that nigga is in shape. He's not husky at all. And I think somebody this, else who I seen this nigga working out, bro, with an Under Armour shirt on. And you know how, like, you know how you see them kids 
back in the day when you they used to spin the merry-go-round real, real fast, and that one kid was holding on that was about to fall off. Yeah, that's how that Under Armour shirt was holding on there. <laughs> 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 that man is stacked, bro. That nigga is cut up, man. Him and Shannon, like oh, him and man. Shannon Sharp, bro, like them niggas. That's that's crazy. But yeah, Dude, I, I, I tell you I've somebody. been telling people, and I'm still telling people to this day, if they if they are naive to the fact he they I will have them believing he is on the Husky squad. I tell you somebody else, dude. Only reason I follow him, you know what I'm saying? Florida State, you know what I'm saying? Knows, baby. Mm-hmm. But Darnell Dockett. Now he's yeah. not been out the league for about five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. But man, he's still working out. This dude is still built like man, it is crazy. Man. Dude, and I will tell y'all something. If y'all want to see something that is not fair, well, there's two things. Two things that y'all need to see that is not fair. First one, let me go ahead and get out of the way. I'm going to see it real quick. I'm talking about Darnell Dockett. But if y'all watch Derrick Henry in high school, yeah, shit ain't fair. But yeah. the other person. Watch that, no, watch that nigga work out. That's not fair. Yeah. Man, if y'all go back and watch the high school uh, highlight tape of Darnell Dockett, Mm-hmm. Listen. Nope, you missing. It's I three w- things that's not fair. I would have quit. I, three I things. I is, I'm with you, but listen, it's three things that's not fair. The third thing that's not fair is the fact that this nigga said the entertainer had at least thirty minutes to forty five minutes of this movie where Lucy Liu was his girlfriend. Listen, now there ain't nothing fair about that. You ain't lying, man. When he went into that diner. Man, and they did, they did, the, they did the glow shot. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah, right. boy, you want to talk about if you just out somewhere and that's on the TV, boy, you doing a beeline to man. Listen, man, I told, I, listen, right. I told you, hold on, I told you offline. Lucy Lou was the reason that a lot of dudes went to go see some of the movies that they was excuse me seeing with their girlfriends because. Listen. The moves is trash, but Lucy Lou was she's all right. Yo, <clears throat> you want to talk about somebody that usually sit around and watch Charlie Angels like his? Hey man, me and you both, me and you <laughs> both. Cameron Diaz was cool, but when but Lucy Lou, oh, oh man, now she yeah, still Lucy Lou had me. Oh man, she had me, man. Like I told you earlier, man, it was a movie, man. Depp never hit the box office or nothing. It was called Rise, the the bounty hunter or some shit. I, I I simply bought the movie simply because it it had Lucy Lou on the cover. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know any of the other actors in there. I was just like, hey, Lucy mm-hmm. Lou here. I don't care. Lucy Lou just fine, and, man. Man, different. Listen, she was born in 68. I know still. that's crazy. Crazy. So, crazy. but yo, but that is that is one of the best, to that's me. Cra- she was born the same year as my mom, bro. I know that ain't even right. I don't even supposed to be looking at her like that. Shit, <laughs> that. <laughs> that make me wonder. That that definitely made me want. She an older woman too, bro. Oh man, that's man, my type. Man, man, don't get me started. So, man, so that the way they introduced her was great. First of all, mm-hmm. you could tell it is two thousand and seven, dude, because those ice cubes. <laughs> that shit yeah. was so fucking fake. That ain't yeah. the point. That's besides the point. And it was just funny. Uh, so she dumped it on him, and then cause she, he had the, uh, you know, the, the blood on his head. So all this memory loss. So I, I said this on the coming soon, but listen, this is the funniest shit ever. So it, she, he's trying to tell her like, yo, like I'm rich and this, that, this, that, and, and um. So uh, the way they set it up, because he was like, you know, what I'm saying I'm special ops and all this type of stuff. And she was like, "You're a killer." And he was like, "How many hands? He said, how many? How many mans are these hands killed?" <laughs> and she was like, "She said, she said you go. They send you in to mop up." And he was like, <laughs> "He said, <laughs> no." She, she said, said, "You take the earth. Said, you take out a lot of trash." He said, "Yeah, cleaning the earth for human debris." <laughs> debris. <laughs> She said, "You mop up trouble." He's like, germ warfare. <laughs> she's like, she like, clean countless toilets. Clean what? She's like, you a janitor, dumbass? He was like, nah. He was like, I am special ops. She said, I try special mops, and she said, room raider. 
that shit was funny. The Broom Raider, bro, that one got me. That one broke me. I ain't gonna oh, lie to you. That was clever as hell. That was so clever, boy. And her timing was great, man. Yeah. And and I think that people tend to forget, like, she's not a comedic, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, actress. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But she was able to get that shit. Dude, boy, she said broom right and man, it seemed like she just could not wait to say that shit to me. Yeah. Like, that was man, that's one of the funniest scenes in the movie, man. Like I had posted it on my uh on my socials so y'all can go mm-hmm. to S dot Foster, uh S dot Foster Eight, man, to see that scene on the socials. But man, that shit was so funny. I love the way that they brought Lucy Lou into this movie. Yeah. Because it, it was I don't know, man. I thought it was great, man. Man, um so <clears throat> this movie was was great on so many aspects because not only did it, you know, did you have like Nicolette Sheridan in it who people if you haven't heard of Nicolette Sheridan, go back and watch a great great comedy movie. You know what I'm saying? Cuz this is really her specialty, but go back and watch a great great comedy movie called Beverly Hills Ninja. And she was the beautiful Sally Jones in this movie. You know what I'm saying? And she's been doing this a long time. So she's been playing some of the straight roles in these comedic movies for forever. And she, you know what I'm saying, she came out, she got her job done. One of my favorite uh, scenes that she was in was in the beginning when, you know what I'm saying, she was trying to get the memories out of Jake. And she came in with the lingerie, <laughs> and that nigga got up, he started dancing and that shit, dancing? bro. Man, that shit was funny to the motherfucker, bro. He was like, shit, he said, Big Jake ain't remembering shit right now. He said, but little Jake is screaming, baby, I'm home. <laughs> that shit had me crying, bro. But, uh, yeah, man, this, I enjoyed this because, like you said, man, this was a great time when we had these type of comedy movies, right? It was like, it wasn't really like super comedy, but it was like a silly type of comedy. And then on top of that, like, this was like Sad's time too. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember he was doing like Johnson Family Vacation. Um, Him and Steve was going back and forth with the movies. I think Steve had like Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins around that time. Um, Him and Steve was in no, I'm saying uh, Steve was in that though. When oh, okay. When he like and Mar- Roscoe, uh, not, not Roscoe. Who was no? Who was his, the brother, other dude in his brother Jenkins? was the big dude. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah. he was his brother. Um, Johnson Family Vacation is what I'm thinking of. When him and Steve was, you know, what I'm saying yeah. brothers. And stuff, they, you know, what I'm saying they was doing that. He was the lead in that. Um, he had a couple other movies where he was the lead in, like. This was really around the time where he was really getting, you know what I'm saying, his um his shine, man, like coming off a of barbershop. He was uh he was in Be Cool, which was a great movie. Um let me see, let me go to this time real quick. But you know what I'm saying? He was um coming off of the Kings of Comedy, not only coming off of the Kings of Comedy, he also was coming off of um the Steve Harvey show, which you know what I'm saying, he did a um he did a great job in that. He had did, um, let me see, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. He was in Street Kings. Um, he ended up in uh, the, one of the Madagascar movies. He was in Cadillac Records after this. Like, So he was really getting a lot of different roles that were some big-time roles. It wasn't just like, you know what I'm saying, little, little movies that didn't really mean things. Like, he was getting some action around this time um and then you know what I'm saying his stand-up was always good like you said too he had a couple stand-up specials coming around coming out around that time as well so you know what I'm saying like he was really on slate to really kind of be like that next comedian to kind of get you know what I'm saying his just do um and I I feel like he he did with a lot of the movies that he was in to be able to put him in a cast like this, you know what I'm saying, with somebody like Lucy Liu, who is was basically like damn near a blockbuster actress. Um, to bring somebody like Nicolette Sheridan in, um, Nisi Nash, of course, she really wasn't like up there, up there, but she still had her shine from um like Reno 911, which she was amazing in. Um 
then you got D Ray Davis, who of course at this time was one of the you know what I'm saying was an up and coming comedian. He was doing a lot of stuff around this time. Um, a lot of people knew him was was getting used to knowing him from the Kanye West through the wire video. Then you got like Will Patton. Will Patton was basically doing his thing around this time. He was in a lot of big movies. Um, so you had guys who can, you know what I'm saying, kind of do, you know what I'm saying, everything that you needed them to do. And you had people who were either just as big or bigger that he was around. So that kind of made it a little, you kind of seen it made it a little bit easier for him to kind of get that sign, which to me was a surprise as to why this movie didn't, um, didn't get the, you know what I'm saying, like the proper criticism that it deserved. Cause I feel like this was actually a pretty good movie. It's nothing that's too off the wall. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing that's out the way. It's pretty much like clean comedy. I mean, it got some cussing in it, but outside of that, like it's pretty much clean comedy. And you know what I'm saying? Like it just feel like this is something that you could actually take your kids to go see. And everybody like, you know what I'm saying? Like this is like a family comedy that everybody could go see and enjoy. And it just didn't get that kind of praise. But I feel like said, you know what I'm saying, for him to do a movie like this, to make the movie what it was, with the premise that it was, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course, we know that, you know what I'm saying, said wasn't no secret agent. But the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like him having them flashbacks, like him being in the elevator, and he hear the ding, and then he smack, he's spanking the old lady in the elevator. <laughs> Like shit like that. Like only said could do that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he to me, he's that kind of guy where he has he has that crossover appeal. Like he can do, you know what I'm saying? He can do movies for a black audience, he can do movies for a white audience, and then he can also do movies for everybody else and you know what I'm saying, everybody in between. And it's just like I just don't understand why this movie didn't get the praise that it deserves, man. I'm with you with that. And also everything that you said is 100% correct. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Doing the podcast thing, doing the other side of it. You got somebody like Lucy Liu, right? Mm-hmm. She's been around for a while, but she's coming off of a huge blockbuster. It came out in 2000, Charlie's Angels, right? Yep. So then, you know, she's doing some shit, doing some shit. But then she, they turn around. She's in Chicago in 2002. Then she comes another, out with another, another Charlie's okay. Angels. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Then she comes out with another Charlie's Angels in 2003. Mm-hmm. So then they come out with a video game for Charlie's Angels. Then next thing you know, 2003. Oh, I never played a video game. But I will say this, though. This shit dropped in the same year. So she is Alex, you know what I'm saying, Monday, and fucking Charlie's Angels then turn around to be O.C. Ren and got that Kill Bill Volume 1 the same mm-hmm. year. Then the next year, you know what I'm saying, Volume 2 come out. You know what I'm saying? So people know who Lucy Liu is. You know what I'm saying? Like, as big as Charlie's Angels and the Kill Bill movies were, to have a movie like Codename the Cleaner come out with her and said the entertainer, I don't see why this movie really didn't get that shine because you got you got the hot comedian at the time mm-hmm. that's killing it. Then you just got just just Beauty. Fine ass Lucy Lou. Fine ass Lucy Lou. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, dude, that sounds like a good fucking combination for a movie to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which yep. which was kind of odd, but um every, listen, everybody tastes is different, but I I really didn't get why this movie really didn't get the shine they did because there are so many hilarious moments. Like you brought up the one part before we started recording when D Ray Davis was in the bathroom oh, with the cop, and we didn't even get into the first part of it. So the FBI agent is in there trying to get him to snitch on Jake. He's like, man, mm-hmm. he's like, I can't do it. He's like, even though he's like, even though he trashed that cleaning up, I, yeah. he's like, I can't sell him out. He's like, I'd be a snitch. And then he put the gun out on him. And he was already trying to be the, uh, the uh, what kind of rapper? The clean, dirty be? rapper. The clean, dirty rapper. And then he was like, he said, he's like, man, you going to shoot me? And he was like, you know what? Shoot me then. He's like, man, <laughs> he said, yeah, he's like, what I need. <laughs> He's like, this is what I need. He's like, shoot me in the shoulder. He was like, nah, nah, that's gonna hurt. He was like, nah, shoot me on the side right here. He's like, man, I got some fat. Just shoot the fat <laughs> off. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, nah, don't do that. He's like, oh, I got it. 
Shoot me in the ass. <laughs> he right said that way. He was like that way. It looked like I was trying to get away. He said, "Shit, y'all cops got here shooting people anyway." Yo, that shit was so funny. And then when my man's walked in, mm -mm, mm -mm. Walked you underselling it. This nigga kept saying, "Put it in my ass. <laughs> Put it in my ass. Right in the ass. Right in the ass. Do it. Come on. Put it in my." So this motherfucker got freaked out. And was like, you know what? I'm cool on this motherfucker. He is not working. working trouble. He walked out. The other janitor come in, and this nigga said again, "Put it in my ass." Put it in my ass. Nigga said, "I don't even know you anymore." <laughs> and then he just walks out. Yo, that hey, is, bro. oh my god. That nigga said, "Oh man, this ain't gonna go good." <laughs> For sure, bro. For sure. Man, listen, it, it has so many iconic parts in there, man. And then, no, the all time, the all time is when, um, when he's still trying to convince Gina, like, yo, like, you know, I'm, he should, he said, well, I guess it's a good time, a good time now, forever. He was like, I'm, uh, he's like, I'm Connor Bowman. Welcome to the team. And she was like, I hate, I gotta do this. And so she said, and show them that it's a video game. It's like, Damn. you've been playing this video. Like, this is your favorite video game. He was like, nah. She was like, well, she was like, hey, I got to do this. But she put out the DVD. Mm -hmm. When they was there recording, <laughs> doing the moves. Like, Just say what you want. <laughs> 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 it was so fucking funny. No, bro. The fact that, the fact that, they, that this nigga worked for digital arts. And he really was working for electronic arts. And they showed the games. These niggas took the EA Sports games and just flipped them out, flipped them around <laughs> on the back. And was going through the games. And he was and the thing, the reason the the thing that threw me off was he didn't even realize that the games that he was looking at was the shit he was talking about. When he went up <laughs> in the beginning, when he was golfing with the butler, the nigga, they had Tiger Woods PGA golf on there. Then yep. when he was doing all the all the black ops shit, it looked like a Call of Duty game and some shit like that. I'm like, fam, that's how I figured out what the fuck was going on. I'm like, oh, this nigga just reenacting all the video games that he was playing. Because that's the only memory that he had. And then no, and then like I say, that that type of comedy was just so different in 2007 because even the part where when they go over to uh, which they was finally able to get him. Well, Gina took him to his house. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, well, no. So she gave him his cell phone. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's like, let me, look, let me look at the car history. <laughs> Quiz knows. No. Papa John. Papa John. Papa John. Papa John. Quiz knows. Spies gotta get hungry. Some spies get hungry. No, when, when, when they hit the damn, the, uh, oh, man, the machine. And hit the machine. He was like, "Hey, he's like Jake, my man." He's like, "Man, look, uh, somebody came by and like stuff like the bread truck didn't come by, or something like that." But don't. He's like, "Don't you worry, though." He's like, "I'm gonna have your sandwich to you right on time." Hey, that shit is hilarious. Bro. Yo, can, can you imagine? You know what I'm saying? A quiz nose or anybody calling you like, yo, our bread truck or whatever didn't come today, but man, but I got you though. Like, for you to have that type of service, literally, you go there every day, my guy. No, my brother, my brother used to drive school buses. And every day on his route was like um, it was like this little like mom and pop joint. And they literally used to have his lunch ready for him to come in and buy it. He didn't have to call in and order it no more or nothing. He was there every day. So I know for a fact that something like that goes on somewhere in America. Oh, yeah. It definitely goes on in America. Like, I used to go, when I was on my old route, there was this one place I used to eat there a lot. And, like, I would come in and, like, they would already have it, like, rung up. Mm -hmm. They were like, they were like, they know what I'm getting because it got yep. to the point where I ordered the same thing. So they were yep. just like, such, 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 such. yep. Pay. I used to have a I used to have a, a Chinese food restaurant that I used to go to at my first job ever. And I used to walk over there and I used to get a chicken sandwich with cheese and french fries. Mm -hmm. And I would go in there and when they see me, 
they'd be like, give us a couple minutes. And then that's what I get, pay for it, and walk right out. So I know for a fact, like, yeah, I, it's not surprising that my man Jake had this connection. And he was a yeah, lousy but- janitor, so I know that's what all he was doing. <laughs> Everybody kept saying how he was a bad janitor. Yeah, he was a horrible janitor. Oh, man, yo. But I just, you know what I need to do? We need to, we need to pull one of our things, man. I need to see what what else was coming out in 2007 because – I keep saying that that time was so different. Yeah. And the comedy was different. And like, it's great going back watching like the new movies and all this shit. Well, it's it's good going back and watching the old movies, but what what I wanted to say. But, um. Oh, man, you had classics, bro. You had classics. First off, you had one of the best comedies to ever, 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 ever. Grace of Silver Screen. You had Super Bad. Then you had another one in, in Blades of Glory. You know what I'm saying? It gets the people going. You know what I'm saying? You had Norbit. Um, you had Walk Hard. You had the Heartbreak Kid. You had Evan Almighty. You had I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I Man, you had Juno. Dude, you had Wild Hog. My, my dad loved that movie. Well, oh my God, Wild Hogs. Hilarious. You had wow, um, good luck, Chuck. Yep. You had Rush Hour 3. You had Balls yeah. of Fury. You had Are We Done Yet? Death at a Funeral. Hilarious. Um The Brother Solomon was hilarious. Oh my goodness. Let me see. Let me see. Kicking it old oh, school man. was all right. Um, you had Who's Your Caddy? You had uh, I think I love my wife, Mr. Woodcock. You had some, you had some pretty good ones. Yeah, but none you of them, pretty good ones. None of them as good as Super Bad, Blades of Glory, Walk Hard, and uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry was funny too, and fucking Juno was hilarious. Knocked up, of course. Wild Hogs was funny. Bro, in, t- in Hot Tub, I'm going to tell you how funny uh, Wild Hogs is. In Hot Tub Time Machine, bro, This when they was sitting in the in the cabin before they got in the hot tub, and them niggas were trying to figure out what to do, and they were trying to call hookers and shit. So this nigga was like, yo, he was like, we got to find something to do, man. He was like, why don't we just, you know, sit here and, and you know, say relax. Why do we have to get hookers? He was like, because it's called bonding. He said, yeah, this is what <laughs> men do. Haven't you even seen Wild Hawks? <laughs> that shit is, <laughs> is staying in my memory forever, bro. That shit is always staying in my – that shit is the funniest shit to me, man. But when I tell you, like, a movie like this to come out amongst those, now I, I, I kind of understand why I didn't get the credit it got. Yeah. But then even even with just a year, though, man, um, we, did this, we did this one, but we did Dead Solace. And that mm-hmm. was one of those movie underrated movies, and I was I've been trying to get you to watch it for a while, mm-hmm. but uh, but dude, Fracture. Now this is the thing about Fracture. I added that to the uh, to our you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. We got a little list, y'all, that we put out in the of movies, so we just don't forget shit. I yeah. added that on there. This movie's great. Anthony Hopkins and fucking Ryan Gosling, great. Mm-hmm. The number twenty three, Disturbia. The the uh the Rob Zombie uh Halloween came out that year Death Proof, and uh, uh Planet <clears throat> Planet Terror came out Shooter came out with Mark Wahlberg, The Mist came out this year Hannibal Rising, Vacancy was a good uh under the radar movie yeah it was fourteen fourteen oh eight yep Awake Awake was a good underrated movie that came out that year as well. Um, premonition. Premonition is really fucking good. We need to add mm-hmm. premonition to the fucking list. The Invisible. That was a really, really good movie. That movie slept on. Gone, baby, gone. That shit was good. Stomp the yard. Mr. Brooks. This is the only. This is my favorite Kevin Costner movie. I never was a huge Kevin Costner fan. Mr. I, Brooks. I, yeah, Mr. Brooks. Was great. Kevin Costner was a fucking serial killer with a with a damn um, 
what do you call it? Alter ego. <laughs> that shit. Nothing, that shit nothing will ever beat. No Kevin Costner movie will ever beat Waterworld. About the, I don't know why I thought you was about to say the bodyguard. Oh, uh, that's a good <laughs> movie. You don't give Kevin Costner uh, credit in that, man. He's stupid. Uh, a movie that we done already. Uh, no Country for Old Man. Yep. P- Perfect Stranger. You know, I said Holly Berry, Bruce Willis. That's mm-hmm. a really good movie. Um, one of my favorite up to date horror movies. Thirty Days a Night. Oh my! And Twenty Eight Week Later, Bruh. So those two, those two right there. First off, twenty eight weeks later made you look at zombies a totally different way. Oh my god! Because that shit brought the brought the the rabbit zombies out of nowhere. Because from up until then, the only way we looked at zombies was like these slow walking creatures who didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. These zombies on twenty eight weeks later, bro. These motherfuckers started a whole bunch of video game franchises off of this. Second, 30 days of night, bro. When oh. I tell you, I never want to go to Alaska because of this movie. <laughs> Not because of the vampires, but because of the fact that these motherfuckers had 30 days of nighttime. I would mm-hmm. never get anything done. <laughs> I'd never get Yo. nothing done, bro. <clears throat> Yo, that movie, man. That's one of my favorite uh I say Halloween. One of my favorite vampire movies. Yeah, for that sure. That shit was dope as fuck. That, shit was that, that was a really, really good movie. They were snatching the reaping the houses, nigga. Man, listen. And they was quick as fuck too. Yeah. Um The Reaping came out that year. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four is uh The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Best Fantastic Four ever. I, I think so too. That's yeah. that's my favorite. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So look, the great debaters. Came out that year. You know yep. what I'm saying? They came out with the Hitman movie. You know what I'm saying? Off the video oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yep. So Spider-Man 3 came out that year. Mm, so probably, listen, probably my favorite Spider-Man. And so I that mean nigga listen. Walked outside it, of the store and he was doing that dance, bro. Was pointing at them ladies and they was looking at yo, like, what the fuck? Hilarious. Dude. And shout out to Toby Oh yeah, definitely. Eric um, Foreman. Look. I can see how this movie got lost. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of shit came out this year, man. The Brave One, Transformers, the very mm-hmm. first Transformers came mm-hmm. out here. So listen, a, a lot of shit came out <laughs> in 2007. So I can see how this movie kind of got lost in the shuffle and uh, in a terrible Ghost Rider movie. I guarantee you, yeah, Ghost Rider, I mean, Ghost Rider was trash. I guarantee you, though. That this movie was at least a top five bootleg movie. You know, so <laughs> oh yeah. I'm I, listen. I'm straight facing out. I guarantee you, because of Cedric the Entertainer, this was a top five bootleg movie in 07. Dude, if I'm putting my money on the line, is that and stop the art? Oh, for sure. Those for two sure. are. Are the big man? I'm talking about you are in the barbershop, the mm-hmm. DVD man show up, mm-hmm. and you are grabbing. And, that, and I'm gonna tell you how they, I'm gonna tell you, listen, I'm gonna tell you how they, how they even told you what they had. They never said code name the cleaner, they called it the Cedric Entertainment movie, and Stump the Yard was the Chris Brown movie. Yep, even though Chris Brown was in it for uh, three five minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh nah, so dude, the hill has eyes too. Yeah, came out that not year. as good hostile as the first part, hostile, Yeah, and hostile part two, the hit. Oh yeah, big time. Oh man, so listen. Yo, I, I went back and I, watched I, those recently. Which one? Hostile. Uh the, the all of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that made me not want to go to Europe either. Man, listen. The first it's just some. It's some about Europeans, man. That they just too fucking violent. <laughs> like, why they so goddamn? Why they so fucking violent, man? They killed off the Indians, took over fucking India. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, they got hotels that set you up to die. Like, shit is crazy, dude. On taking all the motherfuckers was European. Shit was nuts, man. True. 
Dude, Resident Evil, the extinction. So I can see I can see how I got lost. I can see yeah. how I got lost. But um, but nah, but to get back to it, man, like it has it has a lot of great moments. And then no, I love the part where um when they figured out when he finally figured out where the chip was. Mm-hmm. So him and Gina go in there to go get the chip. He was like the mouth of the rat. He was like, I found it. He was like, She like, you did it, you did it. And they came in. And then he said, <laughs> He said, You, he said, Man, I'm gonna hit you with it. My elbow, knock Adam's apple out. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, You, I'm gonna hit you with him. And I was like, stuff. He said, Nothing you could do about it. Cause I'm CIA. <laughs> and then <laughs> Riley said, Jake. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're a janitor. <laughs> and then the flash just came in his head when he started. Yeah. We were bumping the floors. He was like, uh oh, we gonna die. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know, it is hilarious, man. Like, and then like seeing him do those moves, man. And keep saying this ain't what you want. I'm telling you, but like this, this is straight comedy, no, the man. Funny, the funny part is when they go to Lucy Lou's house, bro, and he talking to her, and he was like, "Wait, so you mean to tell me?" No, he said, "No, that he said, wait, wait, wait. How long I've been hitting that?" She said, "Hitting what?" She said, "Wait a minute. You got to do a lot more work to get the mamas." Yeah. I was like, whoa, bro. I was like, yeah, I'm I'm with him on that one. I, mm. He was he was writing that shit down. He was like, I got a girlfriend and I ain't even hitting that. I was like, I feel you, bro. Hey, I feel you. hey, that, hey, that was hilarious. Cause she said, uh, cause he was like, so you telling me? He was like, I'm leaving my clothes over here. Yeah, and I ain't getting that. And she was like, oh, you would remember if you got some of this. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> For sure, man. That was that was great. Yeah, definitely. That sure. was that was great, man. I man, it's it's one of those things, man. And it was great about, and I love doing what we just did, man. Like going back and seeing, like what what else was surrounded around this? Because I think sometimes that matters. And I think that this movie got lost in the shuffle because, look, you said the very first movie that you said, super bad, really. Mm-hmm. That was that that was the beginning of like this new age of like that whole little crew where they was like really calling them like the new rat pack. You know what I'm saying? Yep. When it came to Rogan, um um uh, uh what's my man's name? Seth Rogan, um Oh man, um Seth Rogan, Bill Hader, um Why can't I remember his name? Which one? Fat dude. Uh, um, Jonah wow. Hill. Jonah Hill. Damn. Yeah. But like that was when they came in, and like that movie just really completely changed really the um, landscape. Man, look, listen, what they really had a whole. On. They had a whole squad, bro. It was Seth Rogen. It was Paul Rudd. Jonah Hill. It was um. Oh, what's the dude? What's the dude? Um. That that's that's the uh, one friend. That he was best friends with Jonah Hill in the movie. I can't think of his name. Um, um, oh my god! Are you talking about my man that was in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? No, that's um, that's dude from uh, How I Met Your Mother. His name is uh, shit, shit, shit. Hold on. Yeah, like I am blanking right now. I don't know why I can't remember these people's names. But like, yeah, that was that that was the beginning. Like, I mean, listen, everybody was talking about this movie. Like, Superbad really, really changed like the whole landscape um, of what was really going on at that time. Yeah. We spoke about it. we. I don't know where we spoke about this. Set. We spoke about this. Um, dude, Emma Stone was in the joint. Like you had brought that up, but she wasn't a part of the crew. But oh, um. Yo, Emma Stone is definitely she was definitely in some of those too. You right about that though. Um, but it was uh, Jonah Hill, Dave Franco, James, yep, and, James and Franco, Dave Franco, Michael Sarah, Paul Rudd, Christopher Minch, 
uh Judd Apatow was the was the ringleader because you know what I'm saying he did all the um he did all of the um production. Jason Siegel yep. was the guy you was talking about. Jason I mean, Siegel, yeah. About. Um Jay Barusso, Rose Byrne, she was in it, Captain Heigel was in it, Andy Samberg, Jack uh, Zach Efron jumped in later on, Bill Hader was a part of it. Um Sebastian Stan. Um, Black Widow, he was a part of some. I mean, Black Widow, um, Winter Soldier, he was a part of some of them. Danny McBride was another one of them. He was funny as hell. Jack Black was in there a little bit too. And then shout out to Leslie Mann, she did a lot of the movies, um, with them too. So they had a like they had a squad when I tell you, bro. Like they was they was on that, um, Adam Sandler type, you know what I'm saying, vibe where they was just putting each other in everybody's movies branching off and doing separate movies and then shout out to Judd Apatow because he's one of the reasons that all of those guys were able to get their shine yeah so so now man with, with doing this I can see how I can see how I got lost in the show because mm-hmm. Superbat Superbat was like a phenom- you want to know what Superbat was for for people that like our age and a little bit older Superbat was what American Power was when it came out in 99 I take like you back Ameri- even further. Super bad was what Ferris Bueller's Day Off was for our generation. And so that was that was, that was around the, the time of like no, what I'm thinking of nine. I was about to say around the time of the weekends at Bernie's. But that was that was mid nineties. Yeah, nah, or weekend early nineties. Weekend at Bernie's wasn't in that same vein. Like in the nineties, you it was probably something like um it maybe a class act or yeah house party ish yeah, yeah maybe like a house party or something like that like it because it's 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 like a teenage comedy yeah you know what I'm saying and and that was or maybe like a Bill and Ted's awesome you know what I'm saying awesome adventure or something like that it was kind of yeah. in that vein where it was just like teenagers doing some wild crazy shit that you didn't expect and they just super bad just took it to another level shout out to project x too project x was one of those yeah man. yeah project x was crazy Pro- project x man the way that shit was going through and like listen y'all this it's no social media back then mm-hmm. but the the way that it it traveled like yeah everybody was talking about fucking project x See, they, I didn't they, see it when it first came out. They did it the way they made it. They did the marketing the way that um, Blair Blair Project did theirs. Yep, and the way that Paranormal Activity did theirs because they kept talking about this this crazy party that happened. And I remember it was even like they did like a fake news story on it in real life. Like the, they That's paid they paid to do a fake news story on it in real life. So like the marketing budget behind this was it was pretty big compared to those, but the way that they the way that they used the marketing was similar to a Blair Witch and the Paranormal because like a lot of people was like, "Yo, have y'all heard about that party that these kids did?" And then when it came out, you know what I'm saying? People finally realized, "Oh, this is just a fucking movie." But it was so dope the way that they did it, like you know what I'm saying, to be able to put that together and, and to draw the attention to the movie. It was worth it though, but Project X was crazy. That was a great movie. Yeah, that movie was super crazy. Fun fact: so I used to work in Walmart, uh, selling Direct TV. And at the mm-hmm. time, when DVDs came out, they used to have these papers in them, and the papers used to have these codes on them. And you can take the code and you can put it on. It was um, what was that? It was called Flixster. They used to have an app called Flixster. And I you remember could, that. Um, you can take that orange. I mean, you can take that code and load it up on Flixster, and you can have the movie on your Flixster app. I used to steal the papers out the DVDs, <laughs> and that's how I used to get a lot of my movies. That's funny. Flixster used to be my joint, but yeah, man. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that was one of like the first like apps I used to download on the phone when I would get a new phone. So yeah, I fuck with Flixers. But uh yeah, man. So uh we ready for the flames? Yes, sir, man. Let's go, man. You up. Oh, I'm up first. Uh listen, man. Um 
you know, Cedric the Entertainer, Lucy Lou. I mean, Nisi Nat, this was before, this is when she was getting those little roles of like, you know what I'm saying, getting a little bit of screen time here, a little bit of screen time there, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, D-Ray Davis, you know, Will Patton. Um, I think I think the, the casting was pretty good for this. I wish it got more attention. Um, but if, if y'all are looking for a movie, man, just, just like you said, it's really even kind of kid funny. Like, you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, teenagers can watch it and really get a good laugh. But for the disrespect that this movie gets and the poor ratings that this movie gets, I'm going to do the opposite, man. I'm going to give this movie a four because let me tell you something. I don't laugh out loud a lot. Right. But I laughed out loud a lot watching this last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this movie a four, man. Okay. Um. So everything you said, of course, added that. Um. But my thing is that if you go back and really watch this movie, this movie didn't have a lot of holes in it. This movie did a great job with storyline. And that's a huge, huge thing for me, um, especially in comedies, because a lot of times they let the comedy do the work. But this one was more so like they really focused on the story of this movie. And then there wasn't a bunch of plot holes in this movie. And for them to be able to do that, and still be able to bring the comedy and still be able to have those moments where you can, you know what I'm saying, get a gut bust and laugh and everything else. That's very hard to do. So I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go for um, cast was great, but, but that for me was, was super important because not only did, um, not only did they have a tough time doing it in my opinion, because everything was a flashback for him. So a lot of the stuff they was doing flashbacks with, but at the same time, for them to be able to do that and still focus on his memory throughout the whole story and keep that as a part of the story, and they never strayed away from that. And then that was really ultimately at the end, excuse me, how he came to the realization that he was actually a janitor. Like, I thought that was I thought that was great. So for them to be able to keep that together, um, that was super impressive. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a four, too. I ain't mad at it. So listen, y'all. I, I need to come up with a new word, man. I need to come up with a new word because I I, I feel like I, I sound like a broken record. I say this shit, but yo, when I tell you this next one, it's literally one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Like, if this movie is not in my top ten, it's in my top fifteen. Yeah, and. The performance that is given by the main actor of this and, and his sidekick, like she killed it too. But we're talking about the number 23. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim Carrey, you know what I'm saying? Um, not, not, not that's the wrong woman. Oh uh, man, um, uh, what's my girl name? Okay, and that slipped my mind, but. This movie, man, it's about obsession. Like, I love the, those type movies, man, where he got mm-hmm. obsessed with the number 23. And what was great, one of the greatest things about this movie is when it first come on and it's giving you all the stuff that equals to 23. Mm-hmm. And, like, like they showed the Titanic. Like, I think it was the date that it went down. It equaled the number 23. So they're showing you all these things that equal the number 23, like all these tragedies that happened back then and stuff. Yeah. Man, that shit... That shit took me down. This movie came out in 2007. So internet mm-hmm. wasn't, you know what I mean? Internet was, it was good because I got Facebook in 2007. Oh, no. For, so, the, the internet was popping in 2007. It was like dude, the, the but, beginning of, of the social media era. Yeah, and when I tell you I was down, I was on Google Bing or whatever the fuck I was using. When mm-hmm. I tell you, that was like the first time I really went down like a wormhole. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking up all of this stuff. What equals the number 23? Mm-hmm. I'm going through. Dude, let me tell you how crazy I got. I got so crazy that my 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 oldest son was born. Now, he was born in 2007. Mm-hmm. Guess what time he was born? What time? 122. That's crazy. AM. Yeah, <laughs> when I tell you, dude, I was going down a wormhole of like, mm-hmm. okay, what the fuck else equals 23? Because I was like, this ain't right. I said, <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, 
I'm telling you, but I went down the wormhole, but and it was yeah. just so ironic, man, that my son, my oldest son, Tay, was born at 1.22 in the morning, dude. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm telling you. This... He, was at, he was at the table in front of the computer like, <gasps> <laughs> So, I'm just saying, like, this movie, this this movie is great. I, look, I have yeah. no Shout problem going Jim back Carrey, watching this and, and this was dope because we actually got to see Jim Carrey in a serious role, too. Yeah, the, yeah, this, and I think that that was one of the times where it was just like, because I, I think, I, look, I don't know this for sure, but I think like this was one of like the first, or at least it has to be still a low number of when comedians were doing like a serious role where like, they were just like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to do a serious role just to do one to show y'all that I really can do Marlon that. Marlon Wayans was like that too with Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, but uh, yeah, man. Like, I, I just feel like this movie, man. It this movie, this movie's great. This yeah. this movie's really great. It's it, and I think that it's also what what you're looking for in a movie. Virginia Madison, mm. Matt Matson. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 man. She was. Uh, she Virginia did a great job too. Movie. Well, not as young as she was in Candyman. Nah, I'm just saying, just you know what I mean. But just, yeah, but know. but but in 2007 though, that's when she had that. You know what I mean that that yeah. that, that older woman look way yeah. kind of. You know what I'm saying? She really looked better in this than she did. You know what I'm saying the Candyman joint. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. And she played two characters. What? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Fire. So yeah. y'all, man, listen. Get with us, man. Next episode, we got some crazy going down for y'all, man. Can't wait to see it. Um, this one, this one is hopefully you guys uh, get super into this, man, and we can come up with some conspiracy talk and see how far we can get with it. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for it. Um, but you know what I'm saying? If you guys want to, you know what I'm saying? Shoot us any suggestions, tell us how we did or tell us how poorly we did, vice versa, whatever. Um, hit us up on the, uh, socials. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ViewAnonPod. You can hit us up on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Scoots Bronson. Um, I have a link tree in my bio. You can go there. You can find me everywhere else. Yes, sir, man. Y'all can find <laughs> me at S.Foster8 on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod on IG. Um, let me see. Follow the podcast, the 28 Minutes or Less, on all major platforms. I dropped a new episode, uh, but was it 94? If I'm not mistaken, I did The Bone Collector, man. You know what I'm saying? That movie is in my top five. Um, so I dropped that for y'all. So go uh, tell me what y'all think about that episode. But uh, that's all I got right now at the moment. Cool, man. Um, and listen, thank you guys very much for listening, man. It's always greatly appreciated. Thank you for tuning in as always. And until the next episode, man, you know what I'm saying? Like they're saying Hollywood, that's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>